what was Mark Duplass's job in this film? He definitely had a job because he was the rich brother, but they never really specify what it was. All they show us is the fact that he lives in a giant house and he can build a tiki bar in his basement and he can hire night nannies and full-time live-in nannies for his kids and to rant about preservatives and he hates ron livingston or he thinks ron livingston hates him it's interesting that ron livingston and mark duplass hate each other so much because if there wasn't a beard on mark duplass's face i couldn't tell them apart come on ron livingston is the star of office space and mark duplass is the other duplass brother (laughs) the one that's not on transparent So, this is Fresh Films, where podcasts devoted to reviewing new films that have come out in Evanston. I'm Marco Carlano. And I'm Elliot Kronzberg. So, Tully is basically about a 40-something-year-old mother, played by Charlize Theron. She already has two kids, and she's pregnant with a third. And her brother, as a baby gift, offers to pay for a night nanny who basically comes late at night and takes care of the baby so that the parents can sleep. She doesn't just take care of the baby. She takes care of her. Yeah, she takes care of Shirley's Thrones character also. She, like, cleans up the house and helps deal with Charlize's marital problems. It's kind of like a Mary Poppins or Nanny McPhee, but instead of dealing with children, she's just dealing with Charlie's Theron. She's like a hipster Mary Poppins. The best kind of Mary Poppins. And Tully, the eponymous character of the film, is played by Mackenzie Davis, who you may know from Halt and Catch Fire, San Junipero, Blade Runner 2049, The Martian... I could go on and on. I'm a big Mackenzie Davis fan because she, she does have this sort of like spacey hipster vibe, but then she like can get shit done. So Theron is in like a pretty middle to lower middle class situation. Her husband is in some indescribable job. He, he's got this kind of like weird low paying job where he has to travel all the time which you know when you've got two kids and another one on the way it's not the most ideal situation and one of the kids has some ambiguous autism like disorder that she has to deal with as well it's getting him in trouble in school and it takes a lot of time to take care of him and her brother is super successful has a nicer house and car and everything There's kind of a lot of jealousy there because of that economic difference. And that's like what makes her a little bit more resistant to take on the night nanny at first. But then she relents after events make life harder and she realizes she needs the help. Then Mackenzie Davis comes in and she's quirky, smart, knows all this random trivia, really helpful. Reminds Charlize Theron a lot about the time when she was younger, and so this film is also directed by Jason Reitman, director of Juno, of Up in the Air, of 
Thank you for smoking, Labor Day, men, women, and children, and young adult. So this film reunites him with Charlize Theron and Diablo Cody. This is his third time working with the writer Diablo Cody, and I think as time passes, the their films together almost follow this weird timeline. You've got something about motherhood as a teen, Juno, and then you've got uh, sort of like a resistance to grow up, young adult, and then finally you have kind of a combination of both of these things where you've got like a mother and she's looking back and kind of unhappy and uncomfortable in what she's become. Until, of course, Tully comes along and helps her. So I didn't realize this film would have some pretty solid technical filmmaking on display, actually. It's a relatively small film, but there's still like scenes that feel appropriately claustrophobic when it's tense. There's some pretty imagery, this sort of mermaid imagery that comes about a few times. I wasn't expecting there to be that level of filmmaking on display, particularly because I remember Juno was kind of this really small indie-ish thing that was more famous for its quirkiness than for the filmmaking. I think it's it's interesting that this film does feel so different from his earlier films because I mean it's it's the same people. It's Jason Reitman, it's Diablo Cody, same cinematographer that shot Juno and Young Adult and Up in the Air. His name's Eric Steelberg and that's basically what he's known for, Jason Reitman films. So I think it maybe shows like a growth in the filmmakers. It's the same people just doing like a film about a very different period in in someone's life. But it's also just sharpened in a lot of good ways. The writing is funny and realistic and tense in a lot of places. Charlize Theron feels like a lot more weathered and serious than Reitman's previous protagonists. I would definitely agree with you that Marlowe, that's Charlize Theron's character does feel like a real person and that kind of makes the character of Tully even more quirky and amazing because she just kind of comes out of nowhere and she seems to be like so good at being a night nanny but then she's also like this free-spirited 26 year old who's dealing with her roommate and with all the guys she's seeing and I just I really enjoyed the character of Tully because she's kind of very earnest and I usually hate uh, earnestness in film but I think that if you've got like a really cynical main character it works when you've got this foil this character foil and the dynamic between Marlowe and, and Tully I think is really strong in this and film it's not just like here is Tully saying all this inspirational stuff Marlowe gets it all and becomes uncynical and everything I think it's more of a two-way street than you'd think from a lot of these sort of nanny comes in to save people's lives sorts of films Marlowe does actually make points and Tully has to like listen to some of the stuff Marlowe says too. And I thought the chemistry was very strong between Shirley Theron and Mackenzie Davis like that even though they are not 
the same age and their characters are like from two different stages in their lives. They play very well off each other and I feel like their conversation, while it is like Diablo Cody kind of quirky, I, I think it's it's pretty real. Feels a lot more realistic than the way that everyone would talk to Juno about her teenage pregnancy. It was kind of a very light film for that topic, I guess. I don't know. And this doesn't feel like that. You want to talk a bit more about the ending to this film? Sure. I mean, just to be honest, there is a twist in the relationship between Marlo and Tully, but it does end up with Marlo in the hospital and everybody kind of having to, like, reckon with going back to reality after Tully leaves uh, because everything seemed to be going so well with Tully and then Tully says she's got to leave and it kind of drives Marlo off the deep end because she's having such a great time while Tully was in her life and she's kind of got to go back to reality and being like the only mom in this family and I think it does kind of end with the idea that maybe things will get better that she's kind of got a deeper understanding of herself and her role as mother by the end of the film. I'll say that the twist that happens in this film isn't my favorite type of twist. For this film, it's executed as well as the sort of twist could be executed because it feels very well built up too and there's a lot of Easter eggs about stuff too. That's what I really love, that I kind of saw the twist coming at certain points, but then looking back on the whole film, Everything just kind of lines up, and I think that Diablo Cody and Jason Reitman, even if it's not the best kind of twist, I think that they executed it very well, and I really liked the movie for it. Let's go on now to our final thoughts. I'll go first. Tully is a very charming film. It's a very realistic look at aging and motherhood and it's handled with more depth, humor, and realism than I think a lot of Jason Reitman's other works have in the past. I think that he's grown as a director. I think Charlize Theron and Mackenzie Davis both do a great job. Again. The twist isn't my favorite sort of way to resolve film plots in general. I like it more so in this than in other films, but still, it is what it is. I really do recommend this film because it is a small film, and it's these sort of films that we kind of need to support more. It can't just be a bunch of tent poles. That'd be bad for film. Elliot? I really loved this film, and I think that Mackenzie Davis and Charlize Theron are consistently great in their films, and together it's such a strong dynamic. And even the smaller roles 
Ron Livingston, Mark Duplass. I think they do quite a good job. It's often a very funny movie, and even the drama kind of leads to these little moments of humor. Reitman just fills the film with these little moments of realistic defeat, like when Charlize Theron's character is pumping breast milk and she forgets to close the bag and it spills all over the counter. Or she's had a tough day with the kids and the baby and her husband comes home and is like, oh, frozen pizza for dinner? Because those are real things. You know, sometimes you don't want to cook a whole meal. I know as a college student, I mean, frozen pizzas is fancy as it really gets. So I very much recommend this film, especially if you like Jason Reitman and Diablo Cody's other work, even if you're not so keen on Jason Reitman after his last couple films that might not have been as good. If you're a big fan of, like, the Juno up-in-the-air era Jason Reitman and Diablo Cody, I would definitely check it out. And, I mean, if you're a person, you should see this film. So, this has been Fresh Films from NBN Audio. You can find us in the audio section at northbynorthwestern.com If you like this podcast, you can subscribe online. You get so much great content. I'm Elliot Kronsberg. I'm Margaret Carlano. See ya. When I be ya. To the city Where everything seems so ugly When you're sitting alone in self-pity Remember you're just one more person who's living there